Hare Krishna. So Maharaj, we've got a good gathering. If you like, we can begin with a auspicious invocation, Maharaj, from... Hare Krishna. Jai. I, I think the most auspicious invocation is the um, uh, song of Srila Narottam Thakur, uh, which I won't sing, but just read some of it. And um, we'll get to this. These lines, but first, Jai Om Vishnu Pachul Bhakti Sundar Govinda Dev Goswami Maharaj Ki Jai. Jai Om Vishnu Pachul Bhakti Rakak Sridhar Dev Goswami Maharaj Ki Jai. Bhagavan Chul Bhakti Sananda Saraswati Thakur Ki Jai. Jai Saparikar Sri Sri Guru Goranga Gandharvika Giri Dhari Diu Ki Jai. Sri Giri Raj Govardhan Ki Jai. Sri Navadip Dham Ki Jai, Sri Chaitanya Saraswat Mat Ki Jai, Sri Vrindavan Dham Ki Jai, Sri Gupta Govardhan Ki Jai, <coughs> Ganga Devi, Jumuna Devi, Bhakti Devi, Tosi Devi Ki Jai, Om Vishnupad Vishpavarena Shalesi Bhakti Vedanta Shami Prabhupad Ki Jai, Jai, Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhupada, Sri Advaita Gadadhar Svansari Gaur Bhakti Vrinda Ki Jai, Sri Rupa Sanatan Bhattu Raghunath, Sri Jiva Gopapata Das Raghunath, Sad Goswami Prabhu Ki Jai. Jai Sobhakti Bhimavadut Maharaj Ki Jai. Jai Sobhakti Randan Madhusudan Maharaj Ki Jai. Sri Chaitanya Saraswat Mata Charja Brinda Ki Jai. Jai Sobhakti Prabhu Ki Jai. Sri Bhakti Lalita Devi Dasi Ki Jai. Sri Chaitanya Saraswat Mata Bhakta Brinda Ki Jai. And all the exalted Vaishnavas and Vaishnavas Ki Jai. Taigo Premanande. Oh, I touched my. <laughs> Hold on a second. Oh, so actually, yesterday was the so called Arivas of. <clears throat> the Navadiptam Purikrama. And today we're supposed to begin by going to um, Antardweep and Mayapur. As I'm scrolling here, I see Gora Prema Moy Tanu Pandita Gadadhar. There's um, the place of Gadadhar Pandit. And um, oh, I should just do by memory. Um, anyway, in the song, Gorangera uh, Dutipada of Srila Narottam Thakur, he has the line where he says, oh, here it is, 128. making a, an observation about Navadip Dham and Gauramandal in general, just like we have Mathuramandal. Uh, and within Mathuramandal, we have you know, 
Vrindavan, uh, then Govardhan, uh, and then Radha Kunda. So here he's saying that in mm -hmm. uh, Sri Gauda Mandala Bhumi, Jeba Jane Chintamani, Tarahoi Brajabhumi Bas, Gorongero Sange Gane, Nitya Siddha Korimane, Sejai Brajendra Sutapas. By considering the associates of Goranga Mahaprabhu to be Nitya Siddha, one can attain the association of Sri Krishna and Brajadam. Whoever considers the land of Lord Goranga, Sri Navadvitam, to be the land of transcendental touchstone, that person takes residence in Brajadam, Sri Vrindavan. So we could say in the Krishna consciousness movement, our stress is always upon Krishna and Radha and Krishna and their divine associates. And we chant the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra and we hear talks of divine love for Krishna, Krishna Prem, Prema Pumarto Mahan, as declared by Mahaprabhu. This is beyond the Dharma Artha Kama Moksha, the fifth and ultimate goal of life. The real purpose of life is to come in connection with this divine substance. Actually, it's not that there's love and then there's Krishna Prem, this other type of divine love. There's only that really. And it's perverted manifestation or different even divine sentiments that are going in that direction. In the Bhagavad Gita purport, Srila Prabhupada Swami Maharaj says, uh, our natural love for Krishna is at present being pervertedly manifested as lust for matter. So however intense we may conceive that, if we invert that, then we say, oh, then some prospect is there in the opposite direction. But what is the difference between love and lust? Guru said, like, North Pole, South Pole. Right? Atmendriya, Banchatari, Icha Bolikam, Krishna India, Preeti, Icha Dari Premnam. Atma Indriya, self centered sensuality, calm. Krishna-centered sensuality. He's Rishikesh. He can reciprocate seeing, hearing, tasting, touching, smelling, feeling, all sensual possibility. Sarvapati vinirmuktam tatparateno nimaram rishikena rishikesa sevanam bhakti ruchate. So, in this Navadip Dham Mahatmyam, in the introductory section, we're being told, why should um, this, what to speak of being given some special consideration, why should it be considered at all? As we tell um, about Gupta Govardhan, there's also Gupta Vrindavan. Really, Navadvipdam, every aspect of Vrindavan has its counterpart in Navadvipdam. And, but why is it not only of interest, but of the most interest? 
is because we're told really odarja and madurja, sweetness and magnanimous distribution. In one sense, they're interchangeable. But which one is more appropriate for the fallen souls of the Kali Yuga to make their approach? Right? Is odarja means that same sweetness of Madhurja, the Madhurya sweetness of Vrindavan with this element of magnanimous distribution. So, yes, Vrindavan and the pastimes of Sri Sri Radha and Krishna and the Brajagopis, that is the, you know, Radhika Madhavasam, that is the aspiration right? and the, of the Rupanuga line. But in the Navadipta Mahatmyam, Bhaktivinoda Thakur will say, then um, what is the difficulty? If Krishna came down and displayed these Madhura Rasa pastimes, what happened? Why didn't pe weren't people able to uh, enter there or grasp that? And he will say, why is because of offenses. They're saying, even if you worship Krishna, you accept that you want to worship Krishna, and you worship Krishna lifetime after lifetime after lifetime, but you won't get a taste for Krishna Nam, what to speak of Krishna Prem, due to offenses. That is the problem. So he writes here, um, he said, everyone, it's after Nityananda Prabhu is begging everyone to take shelter of the lotus feet of Goranga. He says, uh, the unlimited sins of anyone who once chants Goranga Nitai are destroyed. Everyone, please listen to another confidential subject. The wealth of Gore's pastimes is appropriate for the souls of the Kali Yuga. Gorahari, as Radhan Krishna, plays with the Sakis eternally in Vrindavan. Through the scriptures, the souls understood the nature of the pastimes in Braja and the greatness of Braja and Radha Krishna's eternal pastimes there. And he says, Krishna Nama, Krishna Dhamma, Mahatmya Apar, Shastrera, Dwaraya Jane, Sakala Sangsar. Through the scriptures, the whole world understood the unlimited glories of Krishna's name and Krishna's abode. Still, in general, souls did not attain divine love for Krishna. What is the reason for this? Consider it within your heart. In this regard, there is a highly confidential subject, Gudha Tattvasar, that souls bewildered by Maya do not consider. When souls worship Krishna for many births, but do not develop divine love, then certainly they have made offenses. When souls are free from offenses, chant the name of Krishna, they quickly attain divine love for Krishna. The special characteristics of Sri Chaitanya avatar is that souls attain the wealth of divine love even while they commit offenses. Pure divine love for Krishna 
So he's saying, Krishna Prem searches for souls. Like Guru is saying, search for Sri Krishna. Then we did that. He said, and what did we show here? Loving search. He's also searching for his loving servant. So here's saying, pure love for Krishna searches for souls who do what? Who cry out, Nitai Chaitanya. Right? Like in the, the Bhaktivinoda Thakur song, Nitai Chaitanya Boli Natsreyam Arman, Natsreyam Arman, Natsreyam Arman, Natsreyam Arman Boli Natsreyam Arman. What do you say? Aparadha Dure Jabe, Deho Premadan. When my offenses go away, so he starts with Dial Nitai Chaitanya Boli Natsreyam Arman. And you can say Man means mind, but it really means heart, mind, mind, heart deep heart's core. And he's saying, if Nitai and Chaitanya, Nitai Chaitanya, if they will dance within the core of my consciousness, like Sadahridaya Spuritu Vasachinandana, beginning of Chaitanya Charitamritam. Then, Aparada dura jabe pave premo All my offenses will go away. Then I will be gifted with Krishna prem. So he says, offenses do not obstruct such souls, and their eyes cry with pure love for Krishna. When a short time, within a short time, offenses leave on their own, the soul's hearts become purified, and divine love develops within them. The offenses of souls in Kali Yuga are unlimited and unavoidable. Uh, there is no deliverance for the soul without Gornam. <laughs> the name of Gornam. Thus, in Kali Yuga, I do not see any way without Gora, and the scriptures proclaim this. So Gora Chandra appeared in Navadvip, which is the crown jewel of all holy places. In other holy places, offenders are punished, but in Navadvip, offenses are always forgiven. Jagai and Madai, the evidence of this. So, um, so then we'll say, and it's mentioned in here, and you cannot get the grace of Gauranga Mahaprabhu without Nityananda Prabhu. Right? Whom, whom has committed offense, whoever uh, Nityananda Prabhu forgives, Mahaprabhu forgives. Whoever Nityananda Prabhu rejects, Mahaprabhu will have nothing to do with them. It's all based on the grace of Nityananda Prabhu. And as we began as Sri Chaitanya Saraswat Mat, Srila Guru Maharaj, where did he establish his mat? And the Aparadha Banjanarapat of Navadvip. We were discussing this earlier, what is considered like Navadvip or old Navadvip, sometimes called Kulia. And one uh, purport in Chaitanya Charitamritam. And, and we can say as a footnote that the purports of Srila Swami Maharaj Prabhupada and Chaitanya Charitamritam are for the most part, he's translating the purports, the commentaries of Bhaktivinoda Thakur and Srila Saraswati Thakur. You could say 80%, 90%, that's what it is. 
So in one purport, talking about what is considered Kulia, where you tell old Navadvip, the original, because we'll hear here, sometimes by the will of the Supreme Lord, the Ganga and other, they're coming up and uh, concealing one place, revealing another, or the whole place was flooded for a hundred years uh, and rediscovered by Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur. And here in the Navadipta Mahatmyam, he is revealing the, the cartography of Navadvip. And he's saying, and that's only possible by the grace of Nityananda Prabhu and the blessings of the Vaishnavas. <laughs> but um, in that purport, it's Srila Saraswati Thakur really speaking, saying, the places that may be legitimately considered Navadvip. Hare Krishna. All right. Four? That's it? All right, it's early. <laughs> Four. Okay. Hare Krishna. Four Sampradayas. <laughs> so, in that purport, it's saying this place, that place, and then it says, Kolar Danda is Kulia. So, Madhusudan Maharaj knows this. When we would first, go, uh, in our times, coming to the Mat, you'd arrive at Navadip train station, and the rickshaw will come, and we go, Kolar Danga Mat. That's how the Mat was known to them. Kolar Danga Mat, or Kolar Ganj, Kolar Danga, same thing. Koladvip, also, and connected with Varahadev. So where Srila Guru has established Sri Chaitanya Saraswat Mat, the Aparad Bhanjanarapat, he said, where all the Aparadis are forgiven their offenses. Right. And where did he go before, first, uh, to get the grace of Nityananda Prabhu, to Birachandrapur, um, what's the other name? Eka Chakra to Nitai Bari, the house of Nityananda Prabhu, and uh, before the deity of Nityananda, Shastanga Dandavat, saying, you are Patita Pavana, uh, I am, you know, fallen, you please give me shelter in Navadiptam. And the inspiration came to Guru Maharaj, who was hesitating to initiate, but you do not give Patita shelter. If you will give Patita the shelter, then, and Guru Maharaj understood, oh, now I, some divine indication is given to uh, initiate others in the line of Srila Saraswati Thakur, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, Rupanuga line, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Chaitanya Saraswata. And then he went to the uh, established Chaitanya Saraswat Mat and the Aparada Banjanar Pat. And there, sitting at the lotus feet of Srila Guru Maharaj, we came to understand the significance of Navadip Dham. Uh, when he said that uh, um, uh, referencing the 
conclusion of the Madhya Leela section of Sri Chaitanya Charitamritam, which by the way, growers would say, Govindamars likes this very much. Krishna Lilamrita Sartar Sata Satadar Dastika Jaha Vaha Jaha Hoite. Say Chaitanya Lila Hoy Sorovarakshoy Manasahangsa Charaha Tahate. It's drawing a comparison between Krishna Lila and Gora Lila. Krishna Lila Amrita Sar, it is the creme de la creme of all nectarine substances. Not just nectar, uh, saying Lila Amrita Sar, the cream, the creme de la creme of nectarine substances. Then we want that, right? We want the highest thing of which. And he said, oh, but it is reserved for the highest section of liberated souls. Oh, but we are not liberated souls. <laughs> Why, Guru Maharaj, although he had some inclination to establish uh, Kadam Kande or Odav Kyari and Vrindavan, he thought, no, Vrindavan is for the highest section of liberated souls. Don't consider myself as such. Made his way toward Navadvip via Puri. Again, thematically, hmm. Gangbir. What's the subject matter of the Gangbir? The Uddhava Gita. That's another uh, talk. But anyway, then to Navadvip, saying, yes, the non-liberated will find their fortune in Navadvip Dham. That's how Guru Maharaj is thinking. Guru Maharaj is thinking is always perfect and precise and ontologically not only accurate, but with uh, totally supported. So, um, oh, so, saying, so in consideration of that, so that, uh, that ultimate desirable uh, substance is reserved for the highest section of liberated souls. Then what is, Gorlila, that's Krishna Lila. What is Gorlila? Odarja, the magnanimous distribution of Krishna Lila, of that very substance. Das DK means the ten directions. Means north, south, east, west, northwest, southwest, northeast, southeast, and up and down. That means everywhere. It's a poetic way of saying it's distributing it in every direction. And what is implied is, back to this, those who are unqualified, who have no, if we're told, it's the high, not just liberated souls, muktanam api siddhanam narayana kotishwapi mahamune, a devotee, koti dulabhmadi ek krishna bhakta, out of 10 million koti mukta dula. 10 million liberated souls, one may be a Krishna devotee. That's what it means by highest section of liberated souls. Not just liberated souls, highest section. Out of the 10 million, one might be a Krishna devotee. So now it's that the magnanimous distribution, that is Gauralila, Namo Mahavadanaya Krishna Prema Pradayate, Krishnaya, Krishna Chaitanya, Nam, Ne, to say Nama. So he's saying, the entrance 
to Vrinda, uh, the uh, entrance to Krishna Leela is through Gaurilila. <clears throat> the entrance to Vrindavan is in Navadvip. Guru Maharaj went so far as to say that every atom of Navadvip is capable of giving Vrindavan in full. Where, where will you hear that statement? Anywhere, where? From Guru Maharaj. That's original. Every atom of Navadvip is capable of giving Vrindavan in full. That is Srila Guru Maharaj's conception. And just to finish, and he's saying, and the uh, uh, Mahaprabhu's son Kirtan, this son Kirtan, we hear of the Panchatattva and all the devotees, and we'll hear about it, Srivatsanga, and he said, it is the Rasa Leela in distribution mode. So, yata yata gora padara vinde, vinde to bhaktim krita punyarasi, so Srila Prabhupada Nanda Saraswati Thakur, Asta Saki Tunga Vidya from Krishna Lila, descending in Gauralila saying, give your full attention to the lotus feet of Gauranga. Listen to Nityananda. There's another way of saying, listen to Nityananda, listen to Nitai. He's saying, put your full attention on the lotus feet of Gauranga Mahaprabhu, Gaura Padara Vinde. And then what will happen? Vinde to Punyarasi. And who will do that? Those who are Sumedasa, who have refined theistic intellect. Tata Tatod Sarputi, Hridya Kasmad automatically, subconsciously, deep from in the heart's core, rad, uh, the Radha Rasa Shudhaniti, the ocean of nectarine service emanating from the holy lotus feet of Sri Mati Radharani begins to flow. These souls spring out of the soil of Vrindavan. Radha Padambo Jasudambu Rasi. Hare Krishna. So, Guru Maharaj and his poem said, Taddatamisho Bhavan, Sri Radha Parasevanamritam Aho, Taddatamisho Bhavan, O Bhaktivinoda Thakur. This is your gift to the world. So, I imagine, where is Madhusudan Maharaj? Oh, there he is. That we are. Now we're leaving the front gate of the Mat or and heading towards Mayapur. So I mean very briefly we have to condense everything because we have a lot a lot of traveling, but we'll come to the main points. And actually the main point is we've started from Sri Chaitanya Sarasat Match, the home of the heart of the family of Guru Maharaj and Gurudev. And just at the beginning, notably, Gurudev, even in his later years with us, when his health was not good, he would come downstairs and he would start everybody off on the Parikrama. And he himself would garland the senior devotees and they would have hundreds of garlands that he would have his servitors give to the participating devotees. Then from in front of Guru Maharaj's Samadhi, then Gurudev would 
inaugurate that chanting, and then on sometimes he would come all the way out to the front gate that uh, Srila Goswami Maharaj was just mentioning about. And on the way, we do parikrama, first of all, of our temple, including actually Gurudev's Bhajan Kutir, Guru Maharaj's Bhajan Kutir, and as we come in front of Guru Maharaj's Bhajan Kutir, which is upstairs, then the devotees all bow down and give obeisances to Guru Maharaj. And this, by Gurudev's direction, that continues every year, he said, because Guru Maharaj is watching us. Maybe we cannot see him, but he is seeing us. So this auspicious beginning of the Parikrama each day, coming in front of Guru Maharaj, then coming in front of the deities on the road side of the Nat Mandir, and then starting on our journey. So our journey today takes us generally still in the dark out, because it's, it's early in the morning, it's, we're doing parakrama of the deities as we would normally, but we come out of the gate, and then we head to the Ganges River, uh, which is up in, I mean, the, the Ghat, which is up in the town of Navadeep, and from there we uh, take uh, overloaded or miraculously floating boats. <laughs> Usually they still miraculously float, and sometimes if the boat is full of all swimmers, Krishna gives a little entertainment for the Vaishnava and does sink the boats. But Krishna checks that everybody can swim first and then plays that trick. Then we come over uh, crossing the Ganges with many boats and very full boats coming to uh, Antodipa. We're coming over to Mayapur. And then uh, Mayapur is essentially, it's the Ghat where the boat, Ghat means the place where the boat lands on the, sh on the shore. And from there, it's basically one road that goes up um, to uh, Mayapur, to Yogapit, etc. And on this road, left, right, left, right, there are many temples. And the first temple is a temple of Lord Shiva, Shiva who is guarding the Dharma. And then, uh, yes, Raj. I just think the name of the road is Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Road. Oh, here we are. It's been wonderful. named after him. Yeah, wonderful. And then uh, one of the first temples that we come up on the road, we pass by and giving obeisances to, we're actually going into several temples to honor the charges of their missions and to honor the spreading of Srila Saraswati Thakur's uh, mission, and especially through those who are dear to Srila Guru Maharaj and Gurudev. So we would visit to uh, Madhava Maharaj's temple, and then we'll come to Bhakti Saranga Goswami Maharaj's temple, which is located at uh, Nandan Bhavan, uh, Nandan Acharya Bhavan. And this is the place where Nityananda uh, came to when he came to Navadip, knowing that Mahaprabhu was there, and where Mahaprabhu came himself and found, as it were, Nityananda. He came straight to this place. This is where Nityananda and Mahaprabhu um, had their first like meeting in the Leela, the pastimes of Gora Leela here on earth. That temple is run by Shilbhakti Saranga Goswami Maharaj, a dear uh, friend and godbrother of Guru Maharaj. And then we come from here uh, up to the ISKCON temple. Uh, which uh, the headquarters of the worldwide uh, mission of ISKCON and especially to the Pushpa Samadhi of Srila 
A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada and hear there his glories. And Maharaj, you can stop me any place or any time you like to say if, well, I mean, of course. I, I, I think I understand. Like if we were doing, remember, according to Navadip Dham Mahatmyam, you need to start your uh, Navadip Dham Parikrama at the Yogpit in Mayapur. Because we're, as you're pointing out, we're coming from the Chaitanya Saraswat Mata Navadip, then we're on uh, the graciousness of Guru Maharaj and Guru Dev stopping at these temples. Yeah. If we were to discuss them, you know, the meeting of Nityananda and Mahaprabhu, which we did recently, or the glories of Srila Prabhupada, that we will not make it to the Yogpit. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and, and I believe over these few days, we will, the glories of Srila Prabhupada will be expressed. Because, you know, just in brief to say, no, we wouldn't be having this conversation and nobody would be here if it were not for him. Indeed. <laughs> he spread Krishna consciousness all over the world. And even, you know, uh, the members of, we wouldn't know about Guru Maharaj, then you wouldn't know about Gurudev, that really or about Saraswati Thakur, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, and what he established there is the Iskan Chaitanya, Chaitanya, excuse me, Chandradoya. Chandra Udoya means the moon that's rising in Mayapur. That means Goranga Mahaprabhu. So we will discuss, I'm sure, in this time, Srila Prabhupada and his glories and, and some of the other things, but if we do not go to the Yogpit, I mean, if we do extensively, we will not make it to the Yogpit where we're supposed to begin our parikrama. Indeed, and we are digital, so digitally we can, we don't have to think, oh, we're passing by these places and we'll have to come back to them. So digitally we can easily travel one place to another. So. The next place after Iskon is, so we're passing by these places, giving our honor, and we are indeed Marsh. As you say, the next place is the Yoga Pit, which uh, essentially this is the place of the appearance of Sri Goranga Sunda. And this is where uh, Nityananda started his parakrama, going to, that, to this place when Sachi Devi was present, and wonderful descriptions given in Navadip Dham Mahatmya. So, Maharaj, We've brought the devotees here with the blessing of Guru Maharaj and Gurudev, and we pass the microphone to yourself, Maharaj. Hare Krishna. <clears throat> There's so many ways that, that this can be considered, but uh, if we think how um, merciful is Krishna, to have appeared here so recently, I mean, and the vast span of time, 500 years ago, that's nothing, it's, it's yesterday. Because we think Krishna 5,000 years ago, 50 centuries before. And on that point, Saraswati Thakur, quoting Bhaktivinoda Thakur says about Krishna's divine pastimes, neti hasa nikalpanam. They're not historical occurrences. They're not imaginary. And Guru Maharaj will say, whether it's about Krishna Leela or Gaur Leela, evolution, he's saying, it's already what it is, 
and it just is gradually manifesting itself in this plane, like the sun. The sun, it's actually not dark, you know, the sun like didn't go out or reduce. No, it's just from our perspective, it's now dark and then tomorrow the sun will appear to rise and go across the sky. But actually the sun's position is fixed. So in the spiritual realm, the abode of Krishna, or in this case, Gaur, uh, Mahaprabhu's abode and divine pastimes, they occupy an eternal position, but they're manifesting in this plane in different ways. And that's we, what we hear in the Navadipta Mahatmyam of Bhaktivinoda Thakur, how sometimes millions of years ago, a different avatar or great devotees, knowing what would manifest here in the future, they uh, express their appreciation of their worship. It's like we hear about Nasringa, we'll hear about Nasringa Poli later. Nasringa Dev realizing, oh, in the Kali Yuga I appear as Goranga, he stops there on a hill surrounded by devatas. So uh, we find out in Navadipta Mahatmyam that after Mahaprabhu's, so Krishna descends as Mahaprabhu to distribute Krishna Prem to everyone and to personally taste the Mahabhav Krishna Prem of his beloved Srimati Radharani. But after the pastimes become unmanifest, uh, for perhaps a hundred years, the divine rivers rise and just flood the whole area. So in one sense, it's like everything is suppressed or in a lost position. And then after some time, the waters recede. But where all of these uh, divine pastimes took place, no one knows. Well, not no one, <laughs> but almost no one knows until the appearance of Bhaktivinoda Thakur. And Bhaktivinoda Thakur is saying here, humbly saying, he, he takes it back to the grace of Nityananda Prabhu. He's saying, you can't know without the grace of Nityananda Prabhu, and without the grace of Nityananda Prabhu, it cannot be revealed. So he's not taking the credit for this. But we know that as Bhaktivinoda Thakur is becoming um, elderly and retiring from uh, his uh, occupation, he asked to be transferred to... Uh, Krishna Nagar. And some of us have seen, you can still see the tracks of this narrow gauge train, but now they assemble like a, a, a sabji market or a fruit market over the tracks. When you go through Shantipur, Madhusudan Mars would take Gurudev there many times by car, but we'd still go with those tracks. When I first went, the little train was still uh, in operation. So it was kind of a thrill for the devotees because we would think like, oh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur rode on this train, <laughs> you know, uh, going to Krishnanagar or Shantipur. And he did. And we're told his health was very bad at the time. And it was one of those moments, like Guru Maharaj says, Bhaktivinoda Thakur said, um, I mean, not just his health was bad, he was like deathly sick. He got the transfer to the Nadia district but he was deathly sick. 
another cliffhanger. And Bhaktivinoda Thakur basically saying, if I die on the way, I will have died going in the right direction. So we come this close to it not being revealed. Right? So this somehow, the Krishna, he's so addicted to this particular type of love that resides deep in the hearts of his devotees that he puts them in circumstances that are just inexplicable and, and unthinkable to us. But the devotee, they're, the wealth of the Krishna Prem, or in this case, the Gore Prem in their hearts is such that nothing can deter them. So he pushes on, and we're told there, he's searching through, and I forget the name, but there was a British um, um, uh, government agency who made records of land transfers. Right? This is where the British bureaucracy comes in handy. Right? They're keeping records like this man bought this property for this amount of money and it's, you know, with the, like we, we have now, the, uh, when you uh, transfer real estate. So they were doing that and they had names. Uh, but we could say, so Bhaktivinoda, before he gets to that office, he, he establishes a house in Swarupganj. Right? Surbikunj, which we will visit perhaps tomorrow <laughs> or soon. <laughs> but from that house, we're told, we, Gurumaj will say, according to one of the Saraswati Tiger's disciples, this, um, what is it, um, Parbat Maharaj, I believe, or Bharti, one of the, he, he was the neighbor of Bhaktivinoda Thakur. He would hear him at three o'clock in the morning taking Krishna Nam wailing, he said, as if he was crying off to his long-lost beloved in the distance, like pathetic wailing of Krishna-nam, heart-shattering, heart-melting Krishna-nam. And so, uh, because what is Bhaktivinoda Thakur doing? At eight o'clock at night, he, um, would, he would eat some rotis and milk, and then rest from eight till midnight, wake up at midnight and go on writing his songs, his books, Jaiva Dharma, Chaitanya Shri, all these things, and then sometimes start taking Krishna Nam three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, and like that. And then rest a little, an hour or so before going to work in the morning. But sometimes, in the evening, when he would rest, he'd have a, a divine vision. And he would see this golden, effulgent city across. He's in uh, uh, Surbikunj, Godrumadweep. But looking over in this one direction, he would see this golden, effulgent city, divine city. Right? And we're told sometimes he's, when he's taking Krishna Nam in the morning, some breeze is coming by like 4 a.m., 4.15 and going in this direction. And then he came to understand, oh, it's Nusringadev going to the Mangalarati at the Yogpit. But where is that exactly? Hunters, that was the name of the 
so, uh, people keeping the records, hunters' records. So he's searching those records because he has the vi dream vision. He's trying to find that land. Where is it actually? And he sees in hunters' records a place, and it's called M Y A P U R, my a poor. <laughs> And he's thinking, oh, I need to go to that place. And so he follows the map. And when he gets there, we're told, he meets these Muslim men. And they tell, they're saying, the, the, maybe the land you're searching for is that useless land over there. Why is it useless? They say, well, we try growing things there. Nothing will grow. The, oh, one thing grows, Tulsi. So it's useless. <laughs> And he's saying, oh, show me that place. And they take him and he sees this place. And only Tulsi will grow there. Other things do not grow. <laughs> so, and that's interesting. It's always like one group saying, useless. Nothing substantial there. And what? The yoga pit, the birthplace of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But Bhaktivinoda Thakur, the great Bhaktivinoda Thakur. We're in the Bhaktivinoda Paribar. Bhaktivinoda Thakur is everything to us. He is not overly confident in his own assessment of things. He's having these divine visions. Bhaktivinoda, you know, who you know, walks in the sky and comes upon the setting of the Mahajans having a Gita class and they invite him to speak on the Apichet Suracharo Slok. He's not overly confident in his own assessment of things. So he's thinking, like uh, all pure devotees, like, oh, who, uh, I need the blessings, the grace, the authentication, certification of the higher Vaishnav. Who is higher? I mean, we think no one. But Bhaktivinoda, Vaishnava Sarvabhoma Sri Jagannath Das Babaji Maharaj, who we're told lived to be 125. Bhaktivinoda Thakur writes about him and, and some of his um, journals, some of their the pastimes. So he goes to get Jagannath Das Babaji Maharaj to verify, is this the birthplace of Mahaprabhu? And we know Jagannath Das Babaji Maharaj, he is, uh, as Gurudev would say, invalid. Like we were in Govardhan once, Gurudev was saying, uh, I, I am invalid. And then he turned to us, he goes, but my friends are valid. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm invalid. <laughs> but my friends are valid. But so Jagannath Das Babaji, his divine pastime, he's at this point like hunched over as we see in the picture, always absorbed in the upper world and Krishna Nam. But he's carried by his attendant in a uh, wicker basket, like a palki. They had such things. It's not as unusual as it sounds. So he would carry him that way. Because um, due to his situation. So remember, as you see in the picture, he's like that. And then they bring him at the behest of Bhaktivinoda Thakur to this 
Tulsi mound, as it were. And Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, and Jagannath Das Babaji Maharaj leaps up into the air. He's leaping like a meter off the ground, chanting, you know, Gaurahari Nitai Chaitanya. He's overwhelmed by ecstasy and certifying that this is in fact the, the birthplace of Sri Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And there's one neem tree there. Uh, we know he was as a baby called Nimai. And they would use the, the bitter neem twigs to keep away the <laughs> evil spirits. <laughs> And Bengali people, they use neem leaves for all kinds of things. And it was one of my favorite things is neem begun, which is this fried eggplant with uh, neem powder. And so I've been gone for a long time. I mean, and, uh, like preaching in Russia and other places and come back. And, and Gopal was saying to me like, Maharaj, anything you want, you know, for like, and I was saying like, Neem Begun, if you can make that. And this was like on a Friday. And the next day was, and he goes, whoa, cannot make on Saturday. And I'm like, why? He said, Mahaprabhu, you cannot make on your birthday. So first of all, my birthday Friday, cannot have that, you know. Next day, Saturday, he said, you can't, that's Mahaprabhu's birth, birthday, it's also the day of the week you're born. <laughs> so anyway, so the Neem, Nimai, and, um, and um, Maharaj, you want to add something there about the deities and the place? And... Maharaj is just a, a, a place where we all come to and actually astounded that it's been revealed where Mahaprabhu appeared from, and Maharaj, no, we are uh, the origin of all of our good fortune with the advent of Gauranga Sunda. And lots of people coming from different temples here, very busy temple. And noticeably, not only our temple and Iskon temple have become, you can say, wealthy and grown up in the number of followers and people who are coming. But throughout the whole of Mayapur, it's very clear, including this temple, which has had a big overhaul recently. Yeah. And there, um, well, are, are we going to go to the Chaitanya Mat? Uh, yes, indeed, Maj. Um From here, not so far along, as you know, is yeah. Srivasangam, yeah. where Mahaprabhu had so many of his dancing, I mean, pastimes in the courtyard of Srivas Thakur. Yeah. And then after that, it is Chaitanya Mat Maharaj. Okay. If... Hare Krishna. Would you like to stop in one of these places? <laughs> <laughs> How could I not? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want, want to um, fail to properly glorify any one of these places, Maharaj, to be honest. Maharaj. But I can say that, I, I mean, I can only say what, 
you know, with uh, confidence what I've heard from Srila Guru Maharaj or Srila Gurudev, Srila Prabhupada. But uh, I asked Guru Maharaj if, if as we say, there's the Bahiranga Sangha Kori, Nama Sankirtan, Antaranga Sangha Kori, Rasa Ashwagan. In general, he's promoting Krishna Prem to everyone through Krishna Nama Sankirtan, you know, Prema, Krishna Nama Siddhu Dhamma Danya Dhanu Sagaram, Prema Dhamma Deva Meva Nomi Gaura Sundaram. But privately, Rasa Ashwadan with Rup Damodar Ramananda in the Gangbir in Puri. So I asked Guru Maharaj if that from one sense is like you could say like the highest internal reason then how do we understand the relationship between Navadweep and Puri? Like higher, lower, preferable. And Srila Guru Maharaj said you know like uh, how you just say um, Firmly, fervently, he said, you know, stalwart followers of Mahaprabhu prefer Navadweep. And then we get some hint as to why sometimes the Puri pastimes giving some uh, sadness to the Navadweep devotees about the effects of Krishna Viraha upon the divine form of Gauranga Mahaprabhu without his beautiful hair and oh, so many things. But Guru Maharaj mentioned the song of Bhaktivinoda Thakur when we'll later go to the house of Vidya Bhachaspati, but where Bhaktivinoda is saying, when will Nimai Pandit give up the robes of renunciation and join us again in the Srivas Angam? That will be our happiness. So that Srivas Angam, the house of Srivas Thakur, those kirtans that are going in on there, you know, Prema Rasa Kirtan, um, how to say, uh, it, it, Guru Mar, the comparison he's giving is that uh, this is Vrindavan and the, the sort of divine flow of Krishna Prem that's going on there, um, it's tantamount puri to when Krishna leaves Vrindavan and goes to Dwaraka and the gopis want him to come back. So when these devotees say they want to have these kirtans again in the house of Srivas Thakur, it's not uh, merely you know, singing and dancing as one might conventionally conceive. But we know the, the, the divine ecstasy experienced by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu at the house of Srivas Thakur, such that that time when his mother-in-law hid herself in there because she wanted to experience that. And Nimai Pandit said, tonight that flow of rasa has not come to me. And all the devotees were like, so that means there's some singing and going on, and that, but no, internally, they're not in that zone, in that plane, and having that experience. And he says, why? He said, because there is someone who is unqualified here, and that is preventing this from 
manifesting or being displayed. That's very interesting to consider. And of course, then we hear, they search and they lift up this basket and lo and behold, there's Srivast Thakur's mother-in-law whom he, or you could say ceremoniously or unceremoniously, he grabs her by the hair and drags her out of the room. <laughs> Which also, I mean, think of the intensity of that. <laughs> And it shows you about these devotees. Remember also his, um, during one of these kirtans in Srivas Angam, his son dies. Right? So he hears these ladies wailing and he goes in, Mahaprabhu's in the room and he goes out, what's the problem? And he goes like, our son dropped dead. And all that, and he's going like, that may be true. But in the next room, you know, is Gorahari, Nimai Pandit, and he's in the most divine, deep state of, you know, of expression and appreciation of Krishna Prem, and nothing should disturb that. Appearing to be callous to the death of his own son, he's saying, no, nothing will disturb this not even the so-called death in this world and the death of our own child. And so the night goes on and when the before sunrise or at that time, finally Mahaprabhu comes to understand what happened. And he's saying, Srivast, why didn't you say something? He's saying, I'm, I will not allow anything to disturb you. And that melts the heart of Mahaprabhu and he's saying, how could I ever abandon devotees like this? Yeah. And that actually it's connected to a verse from the Bhagavatam that's very similar. We're saying these devotees who give up everything for me, their families, their friends, their loved everything for me, can I ever give them up? Never. Because sometimes people say, oh, these people in Krishna consciousness, they give up their family, their friends, you know, they're um, say heartless or insensitive. Or, and Krishna's saying, it, they do that. In fact, for me, then I can never give them up. And even almost humorously in the Bhagavatam, when Krishna's praising the Brajagopis, saying, you gave up your families for me, but I didn't do the same for you. <laughs> he means his devotees. So he said, you gave up your family for me, but I can't give up my family for you. Because you are my family, and all my devotees are my family, and I can never give up my devotees. The verse of Ramachandra, when they think Vibhishan has, uh, is a double agent, Right. Seems like he came from Ravan, you know, he defected, but now things are in such a way, maybe he's a double agent and he's spying for Ravan. This Vibhishan, you should get rid of him. It's a very famous verse. Gurmars put it in this Prapanajima Amritam and he said, no, you, Ramachandra says beautifully, you don't understand. When someone takes shelter of me and I accept them, it's forever. I never 
give them up. We heard Srila Gurudev say the same. Sometimes they're going, you know, this one devotee of your love. And Guru, no, you don't understand. I never, I will go through hell for them. I will never give up someone who's taken shelter of me. So when Mahaprabhu is saying, look at, look at the devotion of Srivast Thakur, then he goes to that boy and the boy comes to life. And the boy says, I am your eternal servant, this small boy, I am your eternal servant. And in service to you, and by your grace, sometimes I'm coming for some time, and then sometimes I'm going, it is all your will. And we find he's the incarnation of Chitraketu, the Chitraketu's son from the sixth canto, who also... <laughs> He's saying, so by your divine will, I came here for this time. And if it is your will, I will go on to another situation. And Bhaktivinoda Thakur uh, has written about this in his songs. So, so many wonderful things uh, in the Srivasangam. That's really where we conceive sort of the origin of the Panchatattva. And I, are the Panchatattva deities there? Oh, Hare Krishna. <laughs> I can't help it if I'm lucky. Pancatatvatmakam krishnam bhakta rupas rupakam bhaktavataram bhaktakyam namami bhakti shaktikam. And Gurudev, on his veranda in Kolkata, there's one, uh, the Iskand paintings the Panchatattva, beautiful Gora Nityananda. And he said, it's this verse of Prabodhananda Saraswati Thakur that is the first verse of the Radha Rasa Shudhanidhi, which we just alluded to. Imagine, Krishna Karnamritam, Krishna Nectar for the Year, 300 slokas in glorification of Krishna. What does Prabodhananda do? <laughs> 300 slokas glorifying Radharani. <laughs> and then the uh, Sahajya imitationists say, why should the first verse for 300 slokas glorifying Srimati Radharani be one about Mahaprabhu and the Panchatattva? <laughs> of course. It should be the first verse. It could only be the first verse. Nindantam, Babaji Maharaj loved it very much. Nindantam pulakot karena bikasam nipa prasunachtavim prodrikritva bujadvayam hari hari eat uchayvedantam muhu nritantam dutamasu nirjara chaye sinchantam urvitalam Gayantam Nijaparasadai Parivratam Sri Chandram Nama. The tears are streaming from his eyes, making the ground moist, his hair standing on end like the different flowers. Kadamba flowers look like golden uh, glowing filaments. 
That's one type of, sometimes his hair, hairs of, on the divine form of Goranga look like that. Like he looks like his body's covered with Kadamba flowers. And then Prabodhananda says, in another place, the ecstasy going in the opposite direction. Ecstasy, but going in the opposite direction. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Yat tinchit trigumati kikatomukam goste samastamitat. Das Goswami said, we should revere even the insects, the lizards. They're also Mukunda Doita, dear to the Lord. They want, they're participating in the pastimes to help promote things. But, oh, so like golden filaments of the Kadamba flower. What are you saying? But when the ecstasy goes in the opposite direction, like golden thorns. How intense is that? His body looks like it's covered in, that's the Kadamba flower. Don't show the thorns. That's the Kadamba flower. Imagine, the whole body looks like covered like that. And that's not even a good picture. But other direction, like golden thorns. Shocking ecstasy to observe. Yes, Madhusudan Maharaj. Yes, Maharaj. So, Sri Vasangam, Mahaprabhu used to have his pastimes inside Sri Vasangam, inside the courtyard, until Chandkazi sent his men to go and disturb the kirtan. Say, you can't do this. And then, Maharaj, just down the road from Sri Vasangam, and then we have, oh, well, we have Chaitanya Mata, Srila Sarasati Thakur, but then we have Chankazi's tomb, Maharaj. So these are all just all very nearby on our walking parikrama pilgrimage. Would you like <laughs> to visit one of these places? <laughs> I'm looking at, um, you know, Advaita Bhavan, Murari Gupta Bhavan, Sri Chaitanya, Mat, Acharya, Tushya, Samanita, Ganda, huh? Gadadhar. Yeah. One thing I say, and you'll see in that temple, Saraswati Tagore put the four Sampradayas. Mm. So, like you have, you know, um, Sri Sampradaya, and Lakshmi, uh, Rudra, uh, Kumar, Brahma Kumar and uh, Nimbarka, but the other uh, Sri, right? So no, Sri Ramanuja, Madhva, Nimbarka, Vishnu Swami. So Hare Krishna. And what he means to show is that so that we're not bewildered by the apparent variegatedness of representation of these different lines is where do the, where are they going or where are they coming from if they have and have legitimacy and they do it's all 
pointing in this particular direction. That is the point, to show that this is supreme. Mahaprabhu is occupying the supreme position. Krishna conception is in the supreme position. And we know when, when Mahaprabhu tries to convert Murari Gupta, who's ostensibly Hanuman, and you can say by extension Madhva, and, that he recognizes the superiority of Krishna conception, but he's saying, but my, I cannot withdraw the lotus feet of Ramachandra from within my heart. And that actually pleases Mahaprabhu, and he like, writes on him uh, Ramdas on his head. <laughs> and, so, and so as the gopis will, the, the, although they're the highest servitors in Madhura Rasa, they will express their appreciation for Hanuman's uh, position of un failing, unflinching, unconditional, unbreakable service to his divine master. And that way these things are harmonized. <clears throat> Gorumar says, in the Bhavisha Purana, Madhva and Ramanuja came to argue with Mahaprabhu. Why are you giving something different? And he said, by his mystic explanation, he um, corrected them. What we hear, the house of Advaita Charja, well, Murari Gupta, just to finish that, we know that there, that is where one day when Nimai Pandit came to his house, um, you know, he knocked on the door. When he opened the door, Murari Gupta found the Varaha avatar on his doorstep. <laughs> so if you wonder, like, what sort of pastimes are these? <laughs> and how playful is Krishna to do that? And, it, and, it, and it's not just I mean, as Guru Maharaj would say sometimes, and we should prepare ourselves to surrender ourselves to the, a whimsical absolute. Saying, but when, it, when you're absolute and you're the absolute good, your whims are also wonderful. So you could say, it's a whimsical thing to do to show up one day on the doorstep of Murari Gupta as the Varaha avatar. And, you know, say, Maury, aren't you going to invite me in? <laughs> and, but it's, he makes a point, many points. First of all, everything is thema uh, consistently thematically connected. So he's saying Bhagavad Gita, you know, yada yada hi dharmasya, right? When I appear, when a dharma overwhelms dharma, at that time I come. Or, so now, now he is here, he's appeared again. And what is, what is Varaha avatar's pastime, in essence? To save the earth, literally and metaphorically, right? To uplift the earth, the earth is 
submerged, you know, in the nether region. You know, the earth needs to be uplifted, restored to its former position. As we hear that um, Bhu Shakti, the wife of Varaha and the Brihad Bhagavatamritam. So it's interesting in the Krishna Leela when Krishna meets Kubja. She's hunchbacked uh, and she's uh, aroma therapy expert. <laughs> she has all these perfumes and different things. She can say, like, oh, Balaram, you're, you're a, you know, and she gives him a, you know, this will be good for Krishna, right? But, and it says, what does it say in Bhagavad Gita? Punyo Gandak Pritivyam Cha. I am the fragrance of the earth. All these wonderful fragrances, I am that. So she represents the earth, and what of course she is uh, uh, aromas. <laughs> and she's willing to give everything to Krishna, unlike that most unfortunate tailor who was not ready to share the king's garments with the, with the uh, you know, how do you say, the king of kings, you know. Anyway, and what, what, what happens when she's offering her fragrances to Krishna and she's this hunchbacked woman, you know, offering these up, then Krishna with his lotus feet steps on her feet and then he puts them under her chin and goes, and straightens her up. He takes the earth from a low position and puts, restores the earth to a rightful position in principle. And then everyone sees, oh, how beautiful she is. So, and on the doorstep of Murari Gupta, that's Varaha, he enters the house and we're one of those classic Indian water pot. Yeah, it's like round. They're, they have these round kind. Sometimes they have a little stem on the top for pouring the water. He goes over in the corner and he lifts that because, and it's also made out of earth, clay, like mridanga. And he uplifts the earth and restores it to a former position. But two things he says are interesting. He's saying, if even my own family member is against devotees or blasphemed devotees, I'll finish them, I'll kill them, as I did with Narakasura, my own son. Because he blasphemed devotees, he was against Vaishnavas. Second point, he said, he said, and now, right now as we're speaking, he said, there's some so-called sannyasi who is maiming my divine form and Baranasi by saying, God cannot see, cannot hear, cannot taste, cannot smell. Like he's deaf, dumb, blind, stupid. He's insulting me. Right? And we've all been poisoned by this type of uh, abstract misrepresentation of the personality of Godhead. Right. We can see, hear, taste, touch, do all these things, but the original source of everything has no such capacity. That's the other... 
So he stopped by Murari Gupta's to, oh, you could say vent, <laughs> say a few things that need to be said. And then I'll just conclude with this. He says to Murari Gupta, like, don't just stand there, glorify me. <laughs> and Murari Gupta is saying, um, if Anantashesh with his thousands of heads, who's been singing your glories since before the beginning of time, has not yet reached, exhausted your glories, then what can a fallen soul like myself possibly say in your glorification? Only you can glorify you. Only you have the capacity to glorify yourself, actually. Not someone as lowly and fallen as myself. But that is his prayer. That is his glorification, and it's very beautiful. Hare Krishna, Murari Gupta, Ki Jai. <laughs> Maharaj, save me. Yes. <laughs> yes, Maharaj, I'm here to serve. Tell me how to serve. We, we can go and quench everybody's hunger at the Jagannath temple, Maharaj. <laughs> That's where they give a late lunch to very hungry devotees. Hare Krishna. I see. Oh, Jagannath Mandir, yes. Yeah. And Maharaj, if you like, we can have a first hand, uh, as a, a, a young person, reflection about the Jagannath temple and visiting there mm -hmm. from Raikishori just for a couple of minutes. Yes. Very she good. knows about the magic clock, Maharaj. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Very yes, right. My affectionate, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. My affectionate Dandavat pranams to all the devotees. It's, it's so, so beautiful to hear these stories and to walk on that road. And it reminded me um, of a quote I heard from Srila Gurmarsh from 1983, where he said, there's not enough wealth in the universe that can equal what the guru can extend to the disciple. And it, I feel that way with you all, listening to you all. It's, you know, our appreciation is only getting magnified over and over. So it's so wonderful to kind of, you know, feel that, you know, it's dark in the morning and Srila Gurudev is saying goodbye to the devotees at the gate, which is so unbelievably merciful. And then to go on the Ganga as the sun is rising, it's, it's amazing, actually. And um, remembering that with you all has been just so, so wonderful this morning. And I remember the first year I remember the Parikrama clearly was, um, I think it was 93. And so I was pretty little. <laughs> and I remember I was, I, at the time I was really into vows. I thought vows were really sweet. And we kept on hearing that if you wear shoes in the holy dhammas, 
you know, very offensive actually. And, you know, that we should be humbly proceeding through all these places. So I made a vow when I was 12 years old that I will not wear shoes on any of these days of the Parikrama. And, and I did it. And I remember because um, as by the time you go past all the temples in Mayapur, that Jagannath temple feels farther away. You know, and the sun is kind of going down and it's, you know, it's been a bit of a long day. And those forests um, in India are kind of rare. And there's this little forest that's around these beautiful Jagannath deities. And it feels so mysterious that they want to reveal themselves in this place. And really that, you know, you remember sitting with those leaf plates under the trees of that beautiful forest where that temple is so kind of cooling and beautifully, um, you know, like kind of giving some mercy to everyone after being in the sun and going through those hot rice fields and, you know, crossing over. So it's such a sweet memory actually of arriving there. I think there's lots of others who can share that feeling of, you know, you know, feeling the shade of the tree, you know, all of these benefic trees, you know, you're going under, you're seeing the neem tree. And actually, I remember just, it came to me while uh, Shilago Songwaj was speaking. I was there in um, yoga pit one time with, uh, when Shilago Songwaj was there and he was saying, you know, these pastimes are happening continuously. And I was, I was quite young at the time. And, you know, you're thinking, how much do we actually perceive of these holy places? The only thing we're perceiving of them is through the affection of the devotees who are sharing their hearts with us. So that just, that came to me today. Okay. Yeah, many thanks, Raiki Shoridi. Dandavat to all. And on that point, it's, it's a fact we, every day we're seeing, you know, Radha Krishna Nitya Lila Korilo Prakash. Guru Maharaj, it's actually Mahaprabhu's example, but Kaviraj Goswami and Charitamritam saying, the sun, it's just like at this moment, somewhere the sun is rising. At this exact moment, somewhere the sun is setting. At this moment, it's midnight, etc. So, and that, that means at every moment of the day, the sun is rising somewhere. At every moment, simultaneously, it's setting noon and midnight. Right? One sun. So depending on where you are, if, if now we're doing this Zoom, if we had it all set up and at these different locations, Someone can say, oh, we're seeing a beautiful sunrise right now. No, I'm seeing a beautiful sunset. No, the hot sun overhead. Oh, it's pitch black midnight. One sun <coughs> showing all of these perspectives simultaneously, uh, perpetually. So what's being told there about Krishna Leela and Gaur Leela it's all going on. All these different phases of it are going on eternally. And the great devotees like Bhaktivinoda Thakur, they're uh, entering into that Leela at a particular time. And also, uh, and it's uh, being expressed through them. But the example Guru Maharaj gave, 
was, he's saying, it's like a divine current. And so he said, like the current of the Ganga. If you're standing on the shore and you offer the flower into the current of the Ganga, the current starts carrying the flower away from you. He said, but if you run at the speed of the current line, the flower will still be within your vision. So he's saying, so we think, what is that current, as she alluded to, the current of heart of these uh, superior pure devotees, it's that, that current, they can, those pastimes are within their view uh, eternally. Hare Krishna. <clears throat> So Maharaj is there where the devotees take prasadam and Srila Gurudev would arrange for, for the prasad to be cooked in the temple, Chaitanya Sarasatmat, and then taken by van, taken by truck, and there distribute prasadam. And after a little rest there, then devotees continue to uh, Simantadeep and to Rudradeep on their way back to, to Nabadeep. But most of them take a rickshaw to be quite, <laughs> to be quite <laughs> realistic. Most of them take rickshaws back from the Jagannath temple to the Ghat and then cross the Ganges and come back to Navadip town and Kaladanga. All right. So I think we'll conclude here for today. Yes, right? Maharaj. But I just want to say that. So on one such occasion, the last few places we stopped, there was this, this dog attached himself to our party, right? So everywhere we would go, that dog would like go with us and really stay with us. Then when we'd leave, he'd go with, you know, he was really with us. <laughs> so he made it all the way back to the mott. <laughs> and so when everyone came back to the mott and they were feeding all the devotees, they actually, took some prasadam from the remnants of the and they put him on a leaf plate for that dog. And that dog was sitting there, you know, very nicely, you know. <laughs> it was a beautiful thing to see, actually. <laughs> so he collected on the mat and then made it through the gates of Sri Chaitanya Saraswat Mat. It was a wonderful thing to behold, right? And, you know, in light of the pastimes of Shivananda Sen and Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hare Krishna. So, shall we sing a song to conclude? And Maharaj, if you wish, or at least we can remember that when we come back to the mat, generally and traditionally they're singing Nagara, Brahmiya, Amaro, Gora, Elogore. When we arrive back and are chanting this in front of Guru Maharaj's Samadhi, of course, uh -huh. in the recent years. So, who can sing that? Maharaj Madhusudan. It has to be someone here in this room. Oh, Paramananda Prabhu can sing it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Paramananda <laughs> put you on the spot. <laughs> I'm not sure which book you're using, but Nagara Brahmiya, and at home you can see the songbook. 
and join in, but keep the microphones off, wherever we are, we'll also join in as an echo, but with our microphone off. Nagara. You can sing there, Maharaj, and we'll participate from here. <laughs> I will try, so Maharaj put me in the right tune. Gora elo gore nagara brahmi amar gora elo gore gora elo gore amanita elo gore This very enthusiastic way. But where is it? Where is it? No, I just want to follow. Two eight one. Okay. Okay.